video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 189 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike Gutentag Grizz. <laughs> we are going to Germany for the first movie of this uh, splatter-filled march, right? Well, meat mangler Mike, why don't you go ahead and let these people know exactly what it is that we're watching this week. <laughs> this week, we're going back to one of my favorite shot on video movies and not necessarily, um, you know, just like German shot on video, like just period. This is one of my favorite shot on video movies. This week, we watched the 1989 Andreas Schnass. I guess this is a classic because <laughs> this is like a staple of the genre. Uh, violent shit. The first of many violent shit movies we're going to the original the uh the Papa. lineage of shit starts here yeah, the lineage <laughs> of shit starts here a 2.8 out of 10 rating on imdb so that just lets you know Ooh. what you're getting into that means we uh we love it and everybody else thinks we're fucking brain damaged mutants. probably legendary in the uh the, the horror scene in name and in content this movie, yes. I think, I mean, if you get a name like Violent Shit, you have to really yeah. uh, know what you're get, going in for. So, uh, but f before we before we dive into all the glory of German horror that me and you love, dude, I gotta I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you a question about something that I was reading about before we got on the air tonight. Sure, uh, that I, I'm a little concerned about, and I think you might be too if you haven't heard about this. But maybe you'll oh, be excited. No. Maybe maybe I'm. Maybe I'm pessimistic in my my horror uh, ways at this point. But I don't like where this is going. This September, okay, they are going to be releasing a full length movie entitled Salem's Lot. <gasps> so, I, I, if, if you're new, if you're a new listener here, uh, you should know that Salem's Lot is probably our definitive best vampire series movie, whatever you want to call it. It's it's higher budget, higher, yeah, higher budget. budget. Like, I mean, we love low budget stuff, but for a, a polished turd of a movie, I mean, dude, Salem's Lot, that miniseries is that's it, man. It's beautiful. That's so, it. I mean, this could go this could go one of two ways, man. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens here. I mean, I do feel like when it comes to vampire movies, uh, you're able to remake them with a little bit more leeway. You know what I mean? Like, cause like a vampire is a fucking vampire. So it's a little bit easier to do that makeup. It's a little bit easier to emulate. And even if you kind of deviate from the original, you're still kind of like, look at the Fright Night remake. Some people may fucking hate me for this, but like, I love that remake. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really good. One, I thought yeah, it was, a, it wasn't horrible. It was a good rebirthing I, of the story. Yeah, like a, a good updated version of yeah. Fright Night. I will and knock I feel you like, for that opinion. I think yeah, that's a good I, opinion. I feel like that my first like impression is like, let's see. Let's see it. I'll always give something a chance. Ever since the Friday the 13th remake, where I was like, holy shit, that was fucking awesome. 
I'll give anything a chance because you never know. Dawn of the Dead, another one. Like I'll give anything a chance. That's true. I because uh, you know I think we get uh, the the overall conception is horror remakes are fucking horrible, which I think nine times out of ten is is generally the case. But there are these diamonds in the rough, like you just mentioned. Like I I do genuinely love that Friday the Thirteenth from the uh, what was it like two thousand yeah. 12, 13 or something. Yeah, whatever something, something bullshit like that. But that one from, you know, that time period, I really liked that one. I thought that was a great modernization of the story. So you, you this might be it, man. I mean, it's got, uh, it's directed by Gary Dauberman. Uh, I'm not, you know, he's done a lot of writing. This is like his, basically his first big directing, but he's written a lot of the famous uh, horror movies, including like It Chapter 2 and stuff like that. So he's got his name on some shit. Um, I guess... His, uh, his second in hand in directing, though, is going to be James Wan, which is a hit or miss for me. Some of yeah, Wan's you don't stuff, know you're gonna get. I really, really love. Some of it I can't stand. So hopefully, you know, they, they stick. Sometimes you won, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you, know? you lose. <laughs> oh shit uh, that was good uh, but you know I, I just hope they stay true to a good Salem's Lot story and they're not influenced by any of like the modern vampire yeah. bullshit you know I, yeah. I hope it's good vampire story that's all I want we'll, is a great vampire we'll story dude the whole like Salem's Lot is all about the anticipation of finally seeing Barlow you know yes. what I mean? The whole movie is just like, holy fuck. Like, I, I just want to see what this fucking vampire looks like. Is there a vampire? You know what I mean? Like, it's a great is, point. is it really, is it really there? Or is it, you know, you never, you don't know what the fuck is going on. I hope it doesn't lose I, that mystique. That's a, that's a, yes. it's a really good point. Yes. The atmosphere of like the town starting to kind of turn and like things starting to go bad. It's like really spot on. They nailed it in that original, and I hope they kind of come close in in the remake. I mean, I I, I just love. Um, I'm I'm not going to say like modern versions of movies, but I love when there's like real money behind it. Well, that's what and I'm like, saying. This, they this may do more deserved. graphic shit. Yeah, this has always deserved a full length. This deserved a, a big yeah. budget film from the get go. So I'm, I'm excited they to say, see what happens. Did they say if it's going to be like R or if it's going to be a PG? Uh, no mention. No mention of that. Uh, it's still, you know, like I said, September 9th is the release date, though. So it's it's got a release date. I'm hoping if it's R, I'm excited. That's as gonna be fuck. sick. Yeah, if I don't even R, need a hard R. I don't even yeah, need the hard R. I just need honestly, an R. I I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna bet it's a PG 13 for money grab purposes. They're gonna want to be able to bring in the, the teen yeah. crowd. You know, for the, the that time period, and then you know September, October. So yeah, we'll see. Hey, is is Thirty Days of Night rated R, or is that PG thirteen? Oh man, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. I have, I'm not really sure. I want to say that's see. R, because that the, movie was. There's some pretty was, hardcore scenes in that, as far as like you know, blood and I think there's some language. Some juicy language <laughs> of choice. Yeah, that was it. that was rated R. Yeah, yeah. Like if we could get something along those lines, like I'd be fucking. Because stoked. that's a debatable. You're like, oh, I don't know if that's an R or not. Because it is. It's not like oh, it's not too bad, but it is enough yeah, to be like this is a pretty good horror movie. Yeah, there's no like boobies or anything like that. Well, I, man. I, okay. It's just so violence. fuck it. Since we're talking about this, let's 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 bring up one other thing real quick here. This is a, this is a, a controversial. Uh, film series that's being rebirthed uh, potentially this year. What? Jeepers Creepers 
Oh, yes. And it's going to be Sans the fucking asshole creeper douchebag uh, Victor Salva. He is not a part of the rebirth at all in any He's way. He's dead, right? I, He's dead? I, hopefully. Jesus Christ. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> um, but he uh, he is not a part of it in any way. And it's, it's a rebirthing uh, of a new trilogy that is going to be set out featuring, you know, the... Uh, what the hell is the guy's name from Jeepers Creepers? I don't remember the... Is that his name? The, the Creeper? That makes fucking sense. Yeah, 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 there we the go. Creeper, man. Who would have fucking thought? Meet the Creeper. <laughs> so I, I've always, I've always enjoyed the stories of those, but I could never. It's, it's. I always had to watch, you know, watch it. You know, uh, this sucks, you know, because of who it is. So, but I'm excited that it's getting, uh, it's getting a remake. Hopefully, it, it deserves, it deserves a remake because it's a great character. Just yeah. was unfortunately washed with a bad character. Yeah, I mean, I I like the series. I mean, I'm able to watch all those movies. I mean, barring the bullshit with right. the guy, like he's a fucking piece of shit. But like the the story to me, even the newer one, like the newest, whatever it was, um, that one I didn't mind either. I like how they kind of built this lore and everything, and I'm glad that they're remaking it and kind of maybe learning from those original movies. Oh, and yeah. I feel like they can they could create like a really strong new series. Because, you know, I'm not going to say they were goofy, but they weren't like super serious, those movies. They had that like 2000s, like sort of oh, yeah. tongue in cheek shit Especially and those all that. First two, with Jason Long and shit, dude. It was definitely. It's like a teen horror movie. Oh, That's, yeah. And it, and it like kind of, it started as a teen horror movie and then it shifted to more of like the horror fan base that would be going to like a convention or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's the real hardcore, call. like more hardcore, you know, than the average moviegoer. Well, like if you listen to our, our bonus episode on, on the new uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, re or sequel or whatever they want to call it or whatever. Uh, I mentioned that I, I really do enjoy how a lot of modern horror is is really beautiful, but in a very dark and like you know boating yeah. way because of the the content Shot like a rap matter. video. Yeah, I, oh yeah, it's fucking balling. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I think that it's uh, I think that would make me excited to see Jeepers Creepers shot in a very cinematically dark but beautiful way that is really haunting because that's I think what that character has always deserved. Like that new style of filmmaking, like Just the Halloween 4K, remake. Yeah, and, it's Christmas. Yeah. You'll see the yeah. creeper pop out of a cornfield all creepy with some you know, cinematic music Dude. playing over it. What's what's the budget like? Do you know? Is it going to be a, a it's lower be budget? A, no, it's going to be... They're going to put some money behind it. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, a big release. That's, hey, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I oh, like yeah. the series. I like the story, the lore behind it. The creeper character is a cool idea. Uh, who knows? Imagine it's fucking awesome. Imagine like they really like fucking kick it up. You know, the creeper character is an absolute fucking fantastic character, but I really don't think he holds a fucking candle to the butcher shitter. I oh, think that's Carl, I think man. that's really the character uh, of the night here. So, uh yeah. why, don't, why don't we get into this, man? Yeah, let's let's just play some wasp for you again so this episode gets taken down by fucking iTunes. <laughs>
violent shit, the movie that plays uh, whatever was on the radio at that time, or maybe a little bit earlier, uh, in full during certain B-roll shots. So, Grizz, this movie, um, one of my favorite shot-on-video movies. I own two copies of it. Rightfully we so. Have, yeah, we have a, um, we, meaning me. <laughs> I have a copy that is a bootleg from this looks like it has like a very 90s like early 90s label on it yes it does i love that little globe with the the red landing i love it from international video who knows it it, it just it looks like an older uh dub to me but it's actually in german there's no subtitles or anything to it that's why i also think that it was probably an, an earlier um bootleg because after the second copy that I own, the Burning Moon release of Violent Shit, which I believe, I think this is 95. Yeah, it's definitely uh, later. Let me see. Yep. 1995. I feel like after that, like it was more readily available than, say, the original German cut of the movie. You know you, what I mean? You know what I find? Like, I just was thinking about it when you were talking about how you had this... Uh, potential bootleg we don't know if it's a bootleg it could actually be a release of some made, kind yeah you know? it could have been made who knows fucking 10 years ago but know. what's cool about <laughs> it is like i i think about like the the fucking 17 and the 18 year old and, and you know 1995 who owned that that particular tape that you have right oh, there yeah. who were like yeah. in germany getting down on this fucking movie being like can you fucking believe this shit like that's what like i love about like the history of some of that stuff is thinking about like especially tapes like I, I'm, I'm a big collector of tapes from all over the world especially like you know low budget horror movies from those countries and i just love thinking about like people from those countries really getting into that same thing that i was getting into at that age yeah. but in their own context that's that's so fucking fun to me yeah well look at like all those todd sheets movies and like even like the book walter stuff and anything like that like you know just the low budget shot on video stuff from the late 80s into the early 90s like dude we were experiencing that maybe not firsthand probably secondhand because we were a little too young to be getting you know, those that's, new that's at what that i was time. saying like some kids in 95 96 the same time period i'm starting to see some of this stuff like they're starting to get exposed to it so it's 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 really a full circle of like what the horror scene is all over the world yeah and like but what's funny to me though is like the difference between this and something that was coming out of america in 1989 oh, holy shit oh, jesus christ like what a fucking difference there is something kind of like unique about germany and it's like i think it's because of like post-world war ii their entire culture was so suppressed and like so like uh just like you know censored in every possible way that when these like young punk rock filmmakers are coming out in like the late 80s and like the early 90s they're really just being like fuck you to every single censor that Germany had at the time to be like, we're not only going to make a, a horror movie, we are going to make the most disgusting, vile fucking thing you guys could ever imagine. So try censoring that. Like, there's nothing you could censor about this yeah. film because there's no fucking film if you censor it. There'd be it. no movie left. Exactly. Yeah. I love it, dude. That's like, that's, that's like the kind of rebel filmmaking that really I, I appreciate and draws me to, to watching these low budget films. Yeah, when I watch a movie like this, 
it, it really feels more, I guess I, it hits me closer because I feel like this is like the music that we're making compared to like, you know, the stuff that you're Great seeing comparison. or hearing, you know, not, not necessarily on the radio, but I guess in the more mainstream, it's like, yeah, like we like that stuff, but you know, the stuff that we're making is like a little bit grittier. It's a, you know, not, not to fucking, I'm not saying that we're like these edgy fucking assholes. I'm just saying like quality wise, like we don't have the, the production value that some of these people have. So you make, we do have the and, attitude that's there that's needed to, to make something that's aggressive exactly. and that's getting the point across. And I think it exactly. does translate very well. Yeah. And, and these guys are able to do the same thing with a fucking camcorder. And like hardly any money, and it's fucking amazing. It's really like, you know, some of the some of the effects in the movie are like obviously cheesy, are, are obviously like camcorder. I could tell, yeah, like I could tell that that's a well, not even that, just the physical like the killings in the movie. Like some of them, it's like, oh yeah, you can tell this is do this is doing that, or you know, that's a fake whatever. But some of them, I'm not gonna say they look real. But it looks fucking great. Like it it's does. like, where did they? Where did they have the tubes? Where did they have the? Like you can't see it. And for these fucking kids, basically making this fucking movie in four it's like, weekends, wow. four weekends, <sighs> which is really kind of astonishing because as, as as little as there is a story to the overall, you know, this this movie, there's not a lot of like plot. There's so much horror and gore scenes to to, to film. That takes a lot of time. Like you can't yeah. fuck those up. And if you do, you got to shoot them all over again and stuff. So like to get all of what they actually accomplished in four weekends is pretty remarkable in my opinion. Yeah. It's really impressive that it only took that amount of time. You always hear these movies like, Oh, we started shooting in July. Then we ran out of money. So we took a break and then we started again in October and then we broke the camera and we lost all this footage. So then we had to take a break till the next spring. It's like to shoot it in four weekends. That's fucking crazy. And the amount of effects that are in the movie, like it's really like, how, how did they stage all that and stuff in that short amount of time besides cutting out all the plot really and any well, sort of it. like usable dialogue. And I think, you know, I mean, to set the stage for everybody here, what this movie is is it's about you know carl the butcher shitter who's like a maniac who escapes from police or like maniac you know or like what is it like a hospital custody of yeah, some kind but he like escapes yeah thing. he is ex that's exactly the vibe i got uh he escapes and now he's on the loose and the rest of the the movie basically is is what would be kind of like almost almost anthology like would you say where it's yeah. like you get these little stories of different characters who then encounter the butcher shitter and are just gruesomely fucking hacked yeah. to death in the best possible ways. And yeah. that's what kind of keeps the thing moving for me is that, okay, this person dies. Here we get a new set of characters. How are they going to die? And that really does move the movie along in a really fun way. Yeah. And it's always like a fucking horrendous death. True. So, when we say this is like gore porn, like this is legit gore porn. You know what I mean? There's no, nobody just gets fucking stabbed in this movie. That's not a thing. Even Absolutely when you think not. it's over, it's not, you know, like there's tons of that too. Like, Oh, he cut this guy in half and dragged his lower body away. And then he starts on the top half of the body. <laughs> Mind you, dude, that when he's dragging that lower body away, the top half is moving. It looks so good. I'm like, this is some yeah. of the best low-budget gore I've ever seen. Because like, looks... then the head chop, like you were saying, he goes to the top, and it's like, okay, you've seen head cuts off. 
they're chopping the head at a diagonal, like through the face. Like yeah. comp- it's so original the way they shoot the gore. Yeah, it's really done well. The bisection looks better than fucking Blood Rage. That's oh, for sure. 100%. It really does. I I really think like they saw things like Intruder and, you know, I I'm I would I would say Soul of the Demon, but uh that was after. So, you know, maybe they saw this. this and yeah. went, "Holy fuck. We got to take it up a notch." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the effects almost remind me of like early 80s like Fulci effects. Like when you see like the fake head getting fucking destroyed by something, it looked very similar to me. Now you see, that's really where I do feel a lot of their influence came from. I see oh, a 100%. lot. I see a They've lot of it. that. Oh, really? All these, all these German dudes are, are all huge fucking Fulci guys. And it makes sense because I mean, it, it really reads that way. And considering, I mean, that's probably was way more accessible to them than any American films at the time in Germany, you know? They oh, probably yeah. had tons of fucking Italian Yalo films all over the place. So yeah. seeing that younger and then in coming up to make your own films, that's what you're going to emulate. And I think they they do a, a beautiful like postcard to Italian horror here. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely feels like you're getting a like the Beyond or like zombie on fucking steroids. Yeah, like it feels like zombie on steroids to me for sure. The way it yeah. looks. It's it's really fucking awesome. And that influence coming from those like Italian splatter movies and shit, that was also really like the only place it was coming from in like the early, early eighties. Like you had movies like The Prowler and stuff over here, but it it was nowhere near no. or like Maniac. It was nowhere near those Fulci movies and shit. The stuff that was coming out of Italy, all those cannibal movies. And you could tell that these guys a hundred percent we're all about that shit. Oh, and you, the cannibal you, movies you, are definitely, you could see the influence with a lot of the gutting scenes and stuff. Yeah, and like the hands going in to like grab things and all oh, that yeah. shit. I mean, they also like, if you if you see like any interview with like Schnoss or, you know, fucking Eitenbach and all that, they all say that they fucking love Fulci and you, you can, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like the, the legitimate like, you know, you have the godfather of gore being fucking Herschel Gordon Lewis. Like, Fulci, he's like the fucking, the daddy of gore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's the real I, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I would call him the god of gore, honestly. Yeah, ooh, like, I, like, I, I like that. I, I think he really, I think he took what, uh, what you know, Herschel did and, and said, here, that's cool. Check this out now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. showed him how to do it. It's like, you want to see what a real miserable fuck can do behind <laughs> camera? Here, let's see what Italians got. Dude, there's still a couple Fulci movies that we didn't cover here that, you know, there's a couple that may fit this month. We you know, well, we I, could do like Cat in the Brain or something. Ooh, that's a great these, one. I have watched it in so long and forever, dude. I would love to watch that again. That that just, that could be the, the 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 next one, not the next one. We got one lined up for everybody, but that could be a yeah. good one this month, dude. I like yeah, we'll that. We'll think we'll think about that. So, Grizz, Carl the Butcher Shitter. This is his uh, his maiden journey, his maiden voyage, and he will uh, go throughout multiple sequels. The the lore, the everything follows him through was there four of these right i think there's more than four dude wow. i think they i think there's like fucking offshoots and stuff like crazy shit i i i lost track after a while 
So like I'm not really current on the series, like what's going on now, but I know that there's like new movies. Like I know one just came out. Years. Yeah, just like yeah. it was like uh, Carl versus the Axe. I think it was called or something yeah, like some, that. Some crazy shit like so, that. Yeah. Interesting, but it's funny to see this movie and how much it differs from the rest. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with the rest of the violent shit movies, even like two and I've seen Infantry two. of Doom. This movie literally has almost no plot. The dialogue means almost nothing the whole movie. And it all changes in part two. Like you start getting like a story now. In part three, there's even more of a story and everything. But this movie is to, as like the start of the series really sets like a fucked up tone you know what i mean it's yeah, just like I, I i do like uh, that. i don't know because it's like this movie because you're right i from what i've seen like i've seen part two and that's the, the only ones i've seen in the series and uh it does get much cleaner there's an actual storyline and like the dialogue is a little more cohesive where i don't even yep. think some of the, <laughs> the the dubbing in this is even part part two is even in widescreen if you see my my fingers right very classy yeah put that one on your fucking tv you'll see you only you only see about a third of the movie because of the way it's fucking put on the tape but you're right whereas this is kind of just like the appetizer this is just like this is what i plan on giving you in the violent shit series to come like just just taste this and if you like this you're going to love what I got in store for you because this really is just kind of like, uh, like you said, it's like a cut scene of, of great f- low budget gore. And I think some of the finest that you will ever find on video, oh, yeah. this is, yeah. this is tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the, the only time I have seen, I mean, not only does this movie hang dong. Oh my God. This beat movie me to it. This movie cuts dong, baby. Uh, yeah, it is yeah. a full severance of the girth dog happening. Yeah. And this dude's hung, bro. I'm like that fucking poor dude. I'm dude, like he's losing, he's losing a fucking winner right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Not only do they, not only does one guy's dick get cut off in this movie, another guy gets like butchered. Crotch from the gr- yeah from like the groin up like everybody just i i think a woman even gets it right you say the girl she gets disemboweled through her vagina uh, <laughs> like, uh, like this one this of stuff the wildest things you could ever possibly like when mike was like was saying earlier he's like oh this was a cool scene i think it's over like no like just because the person just died that's the very beginning of what you're about to see because yeah. he is the butcher for a reason and that's exactly what he does he systematically like butchers the fuck out of these people yeah cutting hands off cutting arms off cutting heads off even after they're dead just, just still hacking away and doing fucking gruesome shit bro the scene where he, it's like it's it's like a sh- it's a shot but it's dark and like the blood that he's hacking away at is spraying him in the face like a fountain of blood just over and over in his face i'm like this is amazing like that shot is so fucking cool dude this movie is full of just fucking wild shit like that how about all these like weird ass flashbacks of his childhood so he was like abused by his mom and eventually he was convinced by a demon living in his basement to murder her that he looks like oh he looks like 
fucking Santa Claus with like Santa Claus the, fucked uh, Hagrid from fucking yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. Picture, <laughs> picture Hagrid mixed with the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> but but he has like a tongue that's made out of like a giant like red tie. Like a fruit roll up coming out of his yeah, fucking yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about how sexy the kid's mom is and how horny she is. I was like, this is the wildest scene ever. And apparently, that demon is Carl's dad. Like, like legit? Oh, he like says that's, something that's, to the effect of like, like he's his son. Oh yeah, because like he says he talks about like fucking the mom and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, and, and it's like, oh, that's like he's not, you know, you're not his or whatever oh, the my fuck. God. And that's why Carl is just a fucked up fucking killing machine. Literally, like if Michael Myers dropped acid and then got hit in the head with like a heavy object, that's Carl the butcher shitter. You know, and right? that's a, that's another thing that I feel is as an influence, is like obviously to me, is I feel like, you know, Schnoss took Halloween and then he took the best of what Fauci had and he's like, let me make a movie that takes the love of these two movies and, and make something because... Yeah. The butcher shitter is very Michael Myers esque as far as little, like a little little Jason Voorhees too. Yeah, I could get that too. It's it, that that like you know slasher thing that's happening in the eighties because he's very like uh, unemotional, very just like robotic killer slasher, just vile, evil, the most gruesome possible. And that's the same way that those killers are that you're not reasoning with them, and there's no reasoning with the butcher shitter. He's just there to kill. Yeah, he's like a. Is he considered like a supernatural entity? You know, I, I want to shot s- the fuck up. That's like right he, as the movie starts. He does too, and like because of the fact that he's potentially born from this, uh, you know, fucking Hagrid Santa Claus demon thing. He could potentially be <laughs> a fucking uh, a, a supernatural entity. And at one point, like, there's this crazy scene where like he comes across like Jesus on the cross, and like, oh he, yeah, he guts jesus and crawls inside of him yeah, what the fuck right dude, dude you're watching so this good. movie you're watching this movie and you're like hmm this is very strange like this is yeah. like an odd movie like if somebody walked in on me watching this they would probably think i was fucking deranged yeah and then, and then not only it wasn't enough that he like has to disembowel like a woman through her vagina or no, cut off a guy's dick and play with it or fucking hack this guy's groin the pieces or cut this guy's head in half with a fucking hedge trimmer. No, 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 no. Now he's got to fucking basically like torture and mutilate some hallucination of jesus that's in the woods and climb into it like he's like getting into the womb you know what i mean like what the fuck is this movie that really does take it to 11 right i mean that that's that's the pushover for sure no no actually no no you know what takes it to 11 the actual ending to the movie what the fuck <laughs> and that's like the open that's like the you know that's what leaves it open to a sequel and for it to yes. continue yes so i mean we're we can circle back to other things in the movie but let's just talk about this ending right now so carl eventually well carl is walking around this whole movie with like this like infection looking thing on his face like he looks like he has some sort of leprosy and it's getting like yeah it's it's progressively (laughs) getting worse and at the end it basically like starts melting his face you got eczema (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) but uh eventually he like starts digging into his own fucking body 
like a real like a real grim reaper fucking that's moment cool, there oh it's so good and he pulls out a baby a live baby a fetus yes yeah covered yeah. in gore which is so yeah awesome so he like gave birth to himself again right is that what that basically means I mean, the butcher shitter lives on through uh, a self-born reincarnation of himself. What the fuck is going on, dude? Dude, so strange. That's when, like, you kind of, like, turn the fucking movie off and you're like, (laughs) what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What did did I do that I enjoy this shit? Like, where did I go wrong? Right? Like, what happened to me? What was the instance that turned me from a normal human into what I am now? back the fucking timeline in your head. Yeah, because, dude, just to end a movie like that, and then you get, like, a a Commodore 64. It's probably, like, an Amiga or something like that. I don't don't even know. Um, Like, violent shit title card and it literally looks like it's straight out of like a fucking arcade machine well, you it's know, fucking i like that you <laughs> said that dude because it brings up a point that i wanted to mention is that like and for a lot of the kill scenes especially in the beginning of the movie uh the the visual switch to this slower uh frames per minute kind of like shot well, yeah and it has like, like, it's a, like skipping right and it has like a mosaic kind of like look to it and there's a lot of like these circle effects <laughs> that are like happening uh, oh be- yeah because <laughs> of that doesn't that all feel like a very like early 90s video game cutaway scenes like i kept yeah. i kept feeling like i was like playing like an old pc game and like this scene would pop up and you'd be like oh you gotta figure out who the murderer is and no, shit yeah. i'd be like this is fucking <laughs> awesome like this takes me back just well, very I feel like it was- well, I feel like they were trying to do yet another like creep show type thing where like the action's taking place in like the frame, like a comic book. But then they realized it's far too much work to do that. And they were just they quit like, that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah that shit. It only happens happen. in the beginning because then they quit real fast. Yeah, but it's cool. I like it. Like it's a it's a real like you know basic camcorder effect or it's whatever stylized, program too. It's cool. or. Yeah, whatever whatever they used to cut this movie together, like it was probably one of the six transitions or effects oh, that they 100% had. 100% was. Yeah. Yeah. They put them all it's on just, and they were like, "All right, put them all on. That looks great. Let's keep going. Dude, all six if, effects." If the whole movie looked like that, I would be fucking all about it. Oh, it would make like, me seriously, sick. Seriously, it would be <laughs> it would be so fucked up. It would be so trippy. It would be it would, though. It'd be like a hallucinogenic dream. It would be fucking awesome. Dude, next level. That would have been fucking awesome. Jesus. That I w- if somebody knows of a movie that's like this, only it just keeps like fucking you over and over again with <laughs> shitty effects. Please yeah. let me know because I'll watch it. Up. Yeah. So the one thing that really added to to this movie is a great soundtrack. Oh yes, like yes. I was really taken back by, and I think this is so true with all of this early German horror stuff. Anything that I've seen from there is always like just paired up with these amazing low budget synthy like classic horror but like kind of their own unique thing going on but they're all based in that like real good synth pulse waves and shit i really really got into the soundtrack on this one there's that one um i guess song or track that they play when like carl is like butchering people and it reminds me of the title card from uh, the thriller video release of The Beyond. 
the seven doors to death or oh, seven man, doors I haven't to seen death it forever that's such a it, bad it cut. sounds it sounds like that because they don't have that original um fabio frizzy soundtrack so they have all this replacement music and and oh. it's it's good it's good is it like really i, I swear to god i figure out it but yeah it's like a different movie i mean it's cut the shit so it you're, it's, it's not an enjoyable cut. watch but the music is actually fucking awesome not gonna lie it's anything like this this sound and it's it is good because oh, yeah. i really and, really like this and i like how they have you know literally full songs playing in the movie too like shit off the radio red red they, wine they totally did red. not pay for any what's, of that shit what's that band ev40 or yeah. whatever red red dude i was like dude yeah. that's that's my shit right there boy like, dude, that yeah. song was from 89 that song was like yeah, really i can't i I, I didn't think about that that song is old as timeless fuck. timeless can't beat a good jam no you got the torture <laughs> never stops by wasp right our favorite thing during a montage of a back road where i can't decide if it was shot on a bike or it was shot in a car so I, I, oh yeah i think it was might have been on a bike to be honest with you <laughs> yeah yeah if you really watch it's like hmm i don't know and like i i watched this movie and then like i was like oh that's such a good song right so i go to youtube I dial up some wasp fucking can't stop the torture and like the torture never stops yeah and like doesn't the fucking like the first comment on on the fucking youtube is like some dude being like oh when my grandkids come over i play this song for them and it really they really get into it it's like their favorite song and i was like that's that's what all you wasp fans have become now you fucking grandparents (laughs) y'all fucks i hope you guys feel that feel that in your soul (laughs) <laughs> what's better the torture never stops in this movie or uh, frank zappa version no no scream <laughs> scream until you like it from ghoulies oh dude scream until you like it really you yeah, like that better for sure Oof. man I'm, I'm a big torture never stops guy i really like this see song. i'm not a i'm not a big wasp fan that's like the first time that's like the first time i'm like familiar with this song is like i'm like oh that's a cool fucking song and i'm like oh of course cool riff of course it's cool wasp up. that's why mike's uh-huh. likes this bullshit <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. i mean dude uh, scream until you like it's fucking awesome but i mean i, I this just is, this is the realness i get the riffs are great too i just i've always just kind of associated them with like the whole hair metal thing and i could never i've never been a hair metal guy like there's never been like hair metal yeah. bands where i'm like yeah that's the shit i like that you know so i guess i never gave them a chance but the, yeah, this was a great song. This fucking song. To rocks. me, Wasp wasn't really like a hair metal band. Like they never really. I, like to me, at least, like they never felt like that. Like Motley Crue type thing. Like even their stage presence was always like a little bit more like it was darker. Yeah, you know, more Rob it, Halford, less like they still had the glammy look a little though to me. Yeah, you know, well, of hair. course, that was the time. But yeah. like the music is. They're, like some of their music is is like way heavier than some of the other shit. That that's was. what I said. Like I heard this and I was like, "Hey, that's, that's pretty fucking good." Let me fucking listen yeah. to that. Maybe I'm a grandpa now though, so I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Right, you hit thirty, it. and then it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah wasp." That's just pretty it's good, like, bro. It's just pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it really like when you're watching this movie, you, you're like an hour into the movie, and then you start hearing that, you're like oh my god what yeah. the fuck is going on like like it's did somebody make this for me like they're trying to fuck with me right now <laughs> no, that's exactly what i like especially you dude you were probably like all right where's the fucking camera so like i'm behind candid camera yeah. right now like what yeah. the fuck's yeah. happening 
Yeah, like I saw this movie a while ago, and I remember like the first time I watched it, and I I like heard that they were playing Wasp. I just start cracking up. I'm like, of course, you're like, like of course that's in this movie. <laughs> you're like, seriously, if there's a fucking death match after this scene, I'm fucking getting out of here right now because yeah, someone's yeah, on to yeah. me. That's like when you're watching Demons, and it's like, oh, fast as a shark by accept, <laughs> and like like Motley Crue, save our souls, and all that shit. It's like, oh my God, like these people, like I was born. I, I know a lot of people say like I was born in the wrong time. Like I really think I was born in the wrong time. Like I feel like I should have been a PA on these movies or some shit. So now when you say demons, I'll, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, like go West. That fucking kicks ass, bro. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, fucking Motley Crue. <laughs> Dude, you know, it's, you know, it's so funny. Like uh, I'm at work and like the, I work with somebody that's like, a, he's probably a couple years older than me. But like he said something, I'm like, oh yeah, like go west, and and he like looks at me, it's and like he's this? like, why the fuck do you even know that? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna explain that because one. Because go west is fucking awesome, bro. You should just like busted out <laughs> some moves on his ass right there. You and Sean, you guys love that shit, right? Oh, dude, you wait, just you wait to get us together, a couple drinks in us, you're gonna hear some go west all oh. night long, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so Grizz, what do you think is the most vile fucking thing in the whole movie? Man, I the way that uh the girl dies that 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 he's chasing through the woods there and she stumbles across the drunk guys in the car who's telling the, the weird hemorrhoid joke. I think that uh I think her death is is pretty gnarly just because like he like kind of stabs her cooter a bit with the knife and stuff, and like then he pulls all the guts out of it, and I'm like, that's that's probably one of the gnarliest things I've ever seen. Like it's it's fucking Brutal. hardcore, dude. Like and it's like intestines being pulled out, and it looks like intestines. It's it's believable. I got into it. I, not that I I'm agree, into that man. kind that's, of thing. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know this is not real. This is this is a fucking shot Make on please. video movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I would say mine is either that or uh, probably the dude getting his fucking, I'm not going to say hanging down, losing down. Yeah, he's losing it. That's for sure. He was hanging because, before, but he's gone yeah, now. Yeah, because, well, dude, he's he's like already had his hand cut off at that point. Mm. And like you see his hand moving like in the dirt, which oh, is kind of funny. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Creepy looking. But that one really made me like squirm. But it's also kind of funny because Carl like immediately goes to unzip his pants. He's like, oh, oh. I know. Like there's like there's a Cadbury egg in there. Like he's going to get it. <laughs> you got the cream filling. That's for sure. Because dude, once he chopped that bitch off, he's like he's got the stump and he's rolling that bitch around like it's fucking going out of style. Dude, he's shaking it and it's just yeah, blood is spraying everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And you see dude, like the, the 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 fucking the love slug fucking sitting in the grass all fucking decapitated and shit. It's is wild. That what we're gonna call it now. Oh, the love if, slug, if dude. Only if it gets cut off. If your dick gets cut off in a movie, it's now a love slug. Well, I only call it that because it was uncircumcised. So, like, any <laughs> dick that's uncircumcised, I call the love slugs. No, so that's, no offense. That's no, no offense. offense no, I'm not hating on it. I mean, just make sure you clean it really well. I just say it, like, it's the love slug. That's, it's a, it's an endearment name. Like, it's a, it's a you know. You could use it in the you bedroom with your lovers yeah. and be like, hey, baby, you yeah, want you this love slug today? <laughs> yeah, you don't discriminate. You'll take it. Yeah, it don't I matter. Do. Yeah. It's a good name. <laughs> Make sure it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I, I mean, 
some of the some of the movies that we may watch this month it may uh, i don't know forget it um, <laughs> you may see more than one love select let's just put it that way <laughs> yeah they're really free with that shit over there especially at this time right yeah dude. Well, i like that you know yeah. me you know me i i i want equal opportunity nudity should, yes like i as much as i love a good set of, of boobs in a movie there is never that same opportunities for dudes to be running around naked. So yeah, hang on, bro. Hang just on. do it. Yeah, it's it's natural. It's fine. Streak. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Bad taste video tells you to yeah. streak more. Just don't get arrested, or yeah. or at least don't come to us yeah. like that, please. <laughs> we didn't tell you to do it. If you get arrested, yeah, whatever. So Grizz, what do you think about a movie like this? Um, it's so it's it's kind of like Friday the Thirteenth where there's this killer that is born in this movie, Carl, the butcher shitter in the next movie, he ends up getting his mask. Right. And that's the thing that I guess you like see on all the covers and shit. It's like that metal looking thing. Yeah. Do you think that this movie has legitimately all the tropes of like an American horror film? from the 80s yeah that's why i was saying like you could tell he took a lot from his inspirations like the gore from the italian horror scene uh but he definitely took his his killer's inspiration from what the americans were doing at the time specifically the big budget slashers you know you mentioned you know even movies like the prowler there's a lot of like prowler-esque moments in this movie like there's like a, a shot where you're getting a point of view uh, footage from Carl's point of view with like the knife in his hand. And that's very like prowler esque to me when like you see like the pitchfork, you know, killing and stuff like that. It it felt very much like that. So I could see where there's a lot of influence coming from the, uh, the American slasher scene happening as well. Yeah. I feel like it's really for such like an underground splatter filled offensive movie. There's like a ton of fucking tropes from like these dumbass American 80s horror films. You know what I mean? You have like the girl hitchhiking who eventually gets fucking, you know, murdered because these people didn't help her. You have like the two drunk, goofy friends who end up getting murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like (laughs) you, you get like the, the foreshadowing of like garden equipment or, you know, whatever that's going to be. That's like all shit that you would see from these like 80s like shitty low budget slashers and they somehow mix it in with like this Italian gore influence. And it just comes out as this like mind fuck of, of a gore porn filled movie. Well, yeah. And that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, the movie is, is lacking in a, in an overall dialogue based plot. (laughs) Right. But you can totally see what, you know, Schnoss was trying to do as far as a building a movie. You know, like you just yeah. said, he had all of the all the pieces were here that he knows has to go in to making like a really good horror film that people are expecting to see. He just doesn't have like the 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 timeline to piece it all together in, in, in the most cohesive way. But I think what he's doing with like the demon child, the the fucking Jesus scene, the the birthing at the end, all the really weird out there shit. I think he's really going for it, and he does have an idea. He's just lacking, like I said, putting it all together in a really way that we would understand. But I think he does a better job 
like you said in the next movie and so on you know putting it putting it into a better character perspective yeah he has well he probably has more experience at that point oh, you know what i mean so, yeah. like you learn from your mistakes pretty quickly when you're doing things like this i mean i know from like recording like you fuck one thing up and you never do it again oh, for you know sure. what i mean like yeah. you, you realize like this is a way better way of doing it you get a few years under your belt and you're like wow this actually is kind of a movie now <laughs> but for what this is it's still like when we say this is like a fucked up movie it's a pretty fucked up movie it's really like some people may not be able to handle this one no yeah like this is this is not for the faint of heart man i would i would put this up there on like you know a nine out of ten on the on the gore and like stomach turning intensity shit. you know yeah. like this isn't one that i would just show my casual horror friends who are like oh you know i like a good you know fucking I like scary A24 movie. movies and yeah, all that shit. You know, yeah. yeah midsummer's fucking great <laughs> vhs stokes to watch that <laughs> like, i wouldn't show it to those fucking assholes but i would definitely fucking show it to like a hardcore gore heads because they're really gonna get into it yeah for sure this this movie like you said not for the fan of heart some real violent shit right my man yeah it's, it's for the bad taste approved that's what this is yeah bad taste hall of fame this is up there this has to be i mean 10 yeah 10? we'll have to we'll have to come up with a, an official top five but this is a contender man this has to be yeah yeah we're gonna have to do that one we'll do the uh initial bad taste video hall of fame class maybe soon we'll do that as like an extra thing uh, yeah well, you know what we're we're, we're broaching the big 200 so maybe for the uh the 200th episode Oh yes, we will. Uh, we will announce the Hall of Fame movies thus far, and see if anything yeah. in the next two hundred can, uh, can, can beat, beat them. Yes, I agree. So let's head over to the video Dropbox and see what we're doing next week. We're back and we're staying in Germany for another splatter filled feature. Yeah. <laughs> Insert squealy guitar board. <laughs> yes, yes. Next week on the Bad Taste Video Podcast, we will be watching Pre Mutos by Olaf Eitenbach. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say this, this is an Olaf Ittenbach movie, Premutos, The Fallen Angel, a movie that you probably will have to see to believe, right, Chris? This is uh this is another wild fucking ride, man. Uh we like I, I I'm stoked that we're we're staying the course. We're staying in the uh the the sweet sweet sauerkraut land of germany and we are going to uh we're going to be digging into another eitenbach film man he's another one of our our all-time favorites and i think this one here is another uh another potential yeah. for uh, the hall of fame because this is one of my favorite german horror films 
And let me put it like this, on IMDB, 1.6 thousand reviews or ratings, a 5.3. For a gore film, really. For a fucking German gore film. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if there's a trailer to this. There might be. There might not be. There is one for this one, I'm pretty sure. There is? Okay. So we will hit that and we'll see on the other side. one's gonna be fucking wild man i feel like i'm gonna need a drink to fucking talk about this movie because it's it's really quite the uh the journey talking about fucking pre-lucifer fallen angels and i don't even know man just like the first like part of the movie alone you're like what the fuck am i watching (laughs) oh yeah and this is you know we we've covered the burning moon and this is this is coming up and I think this is really like Eitenbach let loose, you know? Like, this is real fucking wild shit just because, like, the story is so intense. Like, it's such, like, a, a heavy idea of a story where, like, Burning Moon is, is so iconic. It's, like, these three great little mini stories, whereas, like, this is a whole movie about this wild fucking concept that just from start to finish, like you said, from the very start, you're buckled up and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And it doesn't <laughs> relent the entire movie. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped. This is five years after the Burning Moon. Yeah, he's really dialed it up at this point. You. I think you know. Yeah, this is this is definitely like peak Eitenbach, right? The dude's still cranking out some of the fucking most the wildest shit, you know, in Germany to this day. 
He just did a movie with fucking crazy trains and shit like that. That was all based on horror stuff. I, he was putting out like for extras and I'm like you know what if I could just fucking fly to Germany and be a fucking extra in this little train movie dude in a, in a perfect world I would be there but you know alas how do we how do we get involved how do we get involved can we just be like yo can we film something ourselves and send it to you as like a news I just want to die just send, send kill me in your films like like let me I want to see that before I actually die. I'd like to see me die in a, in a cool uh, way in a film, you know? So. Dude, think about this. He makes Black Past in 89, The Burning Moon in 92, and then Premutos, The Fallen Angel in 97. And apparently there's a making of Premutos. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I should try digging that up this week because that'd be really cool to check out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Legion of the Dead, which we covered in 2001. <laughs> That's a wild film, dude. I honestly... Yeah. I, I I watched it a second time after we watched it for the podcast, and it grew on me. Like, I wasn't, a, I wasn't amazingly sold on it the first watch. Go back and watch that film again. It's surprisingly yeah, no, good. I, dude, it's it's an alternative to From Dusk Till Dawn. It really... You know what? That's exactly it. If you go into it being like, this is like a German's take on From Dusk Till Dawn, you'll really get into it. It's really not bad. I, I think yeah. I don't, I think I liked it. You I did. Think I actually liked it. I was yeah. a little hard on it, but I think yeah. now, you know, I, I have given it a second chance since then, and I'd watch it again right now. It's fun. Yeah. 2001 film. You could get the, cha- uh, the tape really cheap. Oh, it's, totally. it's worth picking up. It's cool. We listened to our episode. We did an episode on it. You'll you'll hear what we thought about it. And just only listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen yeah. to Chris. <laughs> like usual. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, next week, Premutos, the fucking fallen angel. How metal is that shit, dude? So, uh, Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. We're going to have some new merch coming oh, out yeah. soon. Yeah, excited about this. We'll let you know about that one. Um, Grizz is finally going to become a professional wrestler. I think he's booked yeah. somewhere in Japan, I think, uh, true. next month. No. Kobayashi-san, it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just swallowing dogs, bro. We all know that. It's okay. <laughs> That's, uh, I, never, I was going to make a joke there. It would be uh, inappropriate. <laughs> swallow the sauerkraut. Sorry. That's, that's uh, it. Or the, the, the Wiener schnitzel. The, the schnitzels, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got some more wrestling tapes. I got the uh, some Survivor Series action. Ooh, some fucking that. WrestleMania 7 some, action. Some, some classics. I love it. Dude, those Coliseum videotapes are awesome because they're fucking huge. I I love them because that's what I grew up renting. You know, that's that's my childhood in video format as far as my wrestling fandom goes is, is Coliseum home video. Yeah, there's two things I like. Those giant Coliseum home video things. And also uh, Toxic Zombies has a similar uh, box, box to those. Um, I also love the Japanese clamshells, like the medium-sized ones with a rounded spine. Do you need the glass boxes? Oh, yeah, dude. I got the Beyond uh, glass box. That one's sick. If you have the Japanese release of the Beyond, you take that little, um, uh, like the, what's it called? The insert that you fold into the cover that goes in there, like the little slip thing. If you unfold that, it's like an advertisement for like a bunch of other shit. It's cool. Oh, shit. That's dope. Yeah, I think think, um, Deadly Spawn is in there. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Eaten Alive, the fucking alligator one, crocodile one, whatever the fuck that thing is. 
Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have another. Um, no, I think I traded away my my deadly spawn uh, glass case. I Those think are pretty I sweet. Though. I've always liked. That. I've always wanted one of the Evil Dead, you know, uh, yeah. glass cases. They look so cool. I got a bunch of wrestling ones, like low budget, like lower. I'm not gonna say low budget, but like the distribution is low budget. You know what I mean? They're, those all came in like a plastic case, but the same, similar style. You know, with that insert. Low but that Beyond it. one, dude. I'll post that Beyond one yeah, uh, on the Instagram. That. It's fucking so sick. I'll post all my copies of the Beyond because oh, I think I own yeah. a couple. Ballin, look at you. Yeah, ballin. Like my darkness <laughs> collection. Like you that. like that that's, shit? It's pretty sexy. I'm not gonna lie. Ballin. That's BTV approved. Yeah, yeah, I got the zombie collection, the darkness collection. I got, uh, what else do I collect copies of? Gates of Hell. I have almost all the, uh, I think I have all the United States releases of that. You got all those Donnie Does Dallas's. Those are, those are special. Oh, <laughs> Donnie's Dong Does Dallas. Yeah, Donnie that. Hangs Dong yeah. in Dallas. It's, oh, that's our movie. It's impressive. It's impressive. I, feel like we're, I feel like we're rambling now. I think it's time to let people fucking leave yeah, before probably. they start talking like us, right? <laughs> All right, so we'll see you next week with Premudos, the Fallen Angel, or Lord of the Dead, whatever one you want to call it. This, yeah.